0: listener-supported KFUO. We are the messenger of good news. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO radio. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. I'm your host. It's time now for our moment of faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Hi, Doug. Hi,
1: Gary. Happy Thanksgiving
0: to you. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. What's on your mind for us today?
1: Well, we're going to talk a little bit about a uh, Thanksgiving hymn, but we'll get to that in just a little bit. I want to give you a little bit of background on Thanksgiving, first of all, okay? Uh, because there are a couple of stories behind where this day comes from. One we've heard about, uh, about the Pilgrim Fathers who first celebrated the day of Thanksgiving 400 years ago today, actually, Okay. Uh, after they had, first, uh, had their first successful harvest and decided to give glory to God for, uh, for the harvest. Uh, that was after they had been in this country for a year, 46 of their numbered had died, uh, and they had to learn how to plant corn because uh, they came from Holland and nobody knew how to do that there. So Squanto, this Native American, um, you know, taught them how to do it. And that's, that's the beginning of uh, Thanksgiving uh, when it comes to the Pilgrim Fathers. But there's another little story here. How did we end up celebrating Thanksgiving on the fourth Thursday of November?
0: Yeah, I've always wondered that. How, how come we do that?
1: All right, here's the story. This comes from a presidential proclamation. Ah, sounds familiar, huh? Yep. 1863 by Abraham Lincoln. This was the same year that he authored the Emancipation Proclamation and the Gettysburg Address. Lincoln proposed this Thanksgiving celebration, and in the midst of his proclamation, this is one of the paragraphs that he wrote. He said, No human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. Can you imagine a U.S. president Writing a proclamation with words like that in it.
0: Yeah, it's amazing.
1: It is. Thought, yeah, we could do a whole study on 1863 and, and the the story of Abraham Lincoln with that, but mm-hmm. that that's for another day and another devotion.
0: Yeah, his writings were. Uh, I've seen several, and they're they're all uh, so so. Uh, he paints a picture. That's for sure. What he writes.
1: <laughs> right, and uh, and I get the impression that 1863 was a turnaround time for him. He makes reference from that time on about God and uh, and a number of other things that have to do with what you wouldn't have heard him writing before that. The Civil War made that kind of an impact on his life and on his mind. Right. All right, the reason for having a Thanksgiving Day is then clear. We celebrate with thanks to God when we see his mighty hand at work in our lives. We see it in Psalm 136. This psalm uses the phrase, for his steadfast love endures forever, as a chorus. There's, what is it, 21 verses in that psalm? Guess how many times the chorus, for his steadfast love endures forever, shows up in that psalm? Uh, 26 uh,
0: times. Okay. 26 times. Yeah, I didn't have a clue.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I had to count it up. Yeah, there you go. I knew it was a lot of time. Yeah. It, it's a lot. That's, like, that's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but we also have a classic Thanksgiving hymn that sings God's praises as we see the work of His most uh, the Most High God around us. This hymn is titled, Now Thank We All Our God. So let me tell you the story behind that. Yeah. And it's a Lutheran story. Ta-da! Great. <laughs> this hymn was written by a Lutheran pastor named Martin Rinkhart, who lived in the 17th century, serving a church in the German town of Eilenburg. Uh It was the most desperate of times. Thirty years' war was going on throughout Germany. Floods of refugees streamed to the walled city of Eilenberg. The Swedish army encompassed the city gates, and inside the walls there was nothing but plague, famine, and fear. 800 homes were destroyed and people began dying in increasing numbers. There was a tremendous strain on pastors who extended uh, all their strength to preaching the gospel, caring for the sick, and, uh, and, and uh, taking care of the dead and their families. One after another, the pastors themselves took ill and perished until only Martin Rinkert was left in Eilenburg. Some days he conducted as many as 50 funerals. That's that's a big, tough time. Finally, the Swedes demanded a huge ransom. It was Martin Rinkert, who left the safety of the city walls to negotiate with the enemy. And he did it with such courage and faith that there was soon a conclusion of the hostilities and a period of suffering was ended. Rinkert, knowing there was no healing without Thanksgiving, composed this hymn for the survivors of Eilenburg, it has been sung around the world ever since here's a couple of the verses from that hymn now thank we all our god with hearts and hands and voices Who wondrous things has done, in whom his world rejoices. Who from our mother's arms has blessed us on our way with countless gifts of love, and still is ours today. Oh, may this bounteous God through all our life be near us with ever-joyful hearts and blessed peace to cheer us and keep us in his grace and guide us when perplexed and free us from all woes in this world and the next. That's two of the three verses of Martin Rinkhart's hymn, and once again, it was sung as they acknowledged the hand of god in their lives and in their world or as psalm 136 puts it it is he who remembered us in our lowest state for his steadfast love endures forever and he rescued us from our foes for his steadfast love endures forever he who gives food to all flesh for his steadfast love endures forever give thanks to the god of heaven for his steadfast love endures forever and really, that's the reason, I think, that we celebrate Thanksgiving, to acknowledge God's mighty work in the midst of us and to see it as being happened, happening to us, not because we are good, not because we are creative, not because we are clever, but because of God's steadfast love.
0: Right. And also not because we deserve it, because we don't.
1: <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah. No, so we don't.
0: Because of that love of, of Christ.
1: Absolutely.
0: Would to likely us so, in a prayer?
1: Uh, yeah, let's do that. Lord, we give you thanks for all that you have done. But on this day, we give you thanks that much more as we remember what you have done to rescue us, not just for eternity, but also here and now. For we pray in the name of our Lord Jesus, who has come to teach us that the Lord is good. Amen.
0: Amen. Do you know what you have for us next week?
1: I do. Uh, Between now and uh, next Sunday... We we pass by New Year's Eve and New Year's Day of the Christian calendar.
0: Okay. The
1: coming Sunday is the first Sunday in Advent, which is the first of the four Sundays that prepare us for the coming of Christmas. And so I want to take a look at one of Martin Luther's Advent hymns called Savior of the Nations Come, and we'll uh, take a look at this first week in the Christian year from that perspective.
0: Sounds great. Sounds like a plan.
1: All right. Look forward to it. Once again, happy Thanksgiving to you and all our listeners.
0: Same to you and my wishes to our listeners as well. Uh, We are the messenger of good news. We are worldwide at KFUO.org.